Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. In three, two, one. Seven things you probably didn't know you need to know. I'm Jamie Easton. This, this is the Smart Seven. Well, good morning. It's Monday the 19th of July and it's Freedom Day. Hooray! Oh, unless you're self-isolating. And a big happy birthday to Brian May, Gabrielle, Nicola Sturgeon and Benedict Cumberbatch. There were 48,161 new cases of COVID-19 yesterday and 25 additional deaths as the nation faces Freedom Day, which sees England removing restrictions and following the roadmap, despite the Delta variant and the more than half a million people currently isolating after being pinged by the NHS app. One of those who's now self-isolating is brand new Health Secretary Sajid Javid. Just wanted to update you all that I've tested positive for COVID. I'm grateful that I've had two jabs of the vaccine and so far my symptoms are very mild. If everyone plays their part, you're not only protecting yourself and your loved ones, but you're also safeguarding the NHS and helping to preserve our way of life. And among his close contacts, well, Boris Johnson and Rishi Sunak. But according to Robert Jenrick on Sunday morning, the two men are in a special government pilot scheme and don't need to self-isolate and therefore wouldn't miss Freedom Day. This isn't available yet to wider members of the public. They, like me or other members of the public who are pinged, will have to uh, self-isolate in the usual way. As Love Island's political correspondent Lucinda would say... And after universal outrage, a sheepish Boris appeared from Chequers to explain that in fact he and Rishi would be self-isolating after all. Oh, good. We did look briefly at the, the pilot scheme, but I think it's far more important that everybody sticks to the same rules, and that's why I'm going to be self-isolating. Really? Even as England prepare the bunting and the cakes for Freedom Day, experts continue to warn that with the Delta variant spreading rapidly, caution is still needed. Here's England's Chief Medical Officer Chris Whitty. We are not by any means out of this, the woods yet on this. What we really need to do, all of us, is take things incredibly slowly. I would, I would reiterate that now. And according to former SAGE member Professor Neil Ferguson, even though school holidays may provide some respite over the next few weeks, we're still in real difficulties. I think 100,000 cases a day is almost inevitable. I think it's almost certain we'll get to 1,000 hospitalisations per day. The real question is, do we get to double that or even higher? And epidemiologist Dr Deepti Gurdasadi says that the government really doesn't seem to know what they're doing. The only plan appears to be just let it rip. America's vaccination program has stalled, with many states close to 70% vaccinated, but with case numbers climbing rapidly as the Delta variant surges among the unvaccinated, with Florida leading the way in new cases. Joe Biden and the White House have focused on anti-vaxxers and disinformation, particularly spread by Facebook. Joe didn't mince his words on Friday. Facebook sources pushed back on that, pointing out that two billion people have sent positive information on COVID on their platform. But White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki says it's down to a small but vocal group. There's about 12 people who are producing 65% of anti-vaccine misinformation. All of them remain active on Facebook, despite some even being banned on other platforms, including ones that Facebook owns. 
Even as the UK basks in sunny weather, Europe's been devastated by torrential rain and flash floods that have swept through Germany, Belgium, Holland, Austria and Switzerland. 180 people have died so far and there are scenes of destruction all across Europe. British woman Deborah Stretch described what she saw. Unbelievable. We were just all crying, everybody. It was awful. It was really, really terrible. And everybody's walking towards you. This is our little town. It's gone. It's just gone. German Chancellor Angela Merkel flew back from the United States to visit the affected areas and she was inevitably asked about the impact of climate change. What we invest into climate change is expensive, but the impact of climate change costs even more. We must make big changes. Still to come on the Smart 7, there's lots of drama at the British Grand Prix and we pay tribute to TV's Tom O'Connor. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. You're listening to the Smart 7. If you're enjoying it, you might also like the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Just search and follow us on your favourite podcast platform. Yesterday saw the British Grand Prix in front of a packed Silverstone and it was a race full of drama. An early crash saw Lewis Hamilton and Max Verstappen collide, with Max then being taken to hospital for precautionary checks. Lewis got a 10-second penalty but fought his way through the ranks to win the race. What a great job, guys. There's a long way to go, but let's keep pushing, guys. I believe in you. He properly celebrated too, running in front of the grandstands, waving a Union Jack, none of which pleased Red Bull boss Chris Horner. You know, Lewis Hamilton is an eight-time world champion. He shouldn't be making manoeuvres like that. You know, he's having to go, go to hospital for precautionary checks. hope Lewis is very happy with himself. Saturday saw the conclusion of the Cannes Film Festival and the handing out of the jury prizes. The chairman of the jury this year was Spike Lee, and he's clearly enjoyed his time there. But there was just a touch of confusion as the host of the awards asked Spike who the first winner was, and he accidentally called out the overall winner. Can you tell me which prize is the first prize? Yes, I can. Mais oui. <laughs> cool. The film that won the Palme d'Or's to Tang. Wait, 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 no! The film that received the Palme d'Or, no! Comedian and TV presenter Tom O'Connor has died aged 81. He started out as a comedian in working men's clubs and found fame through the TV talent show Opportunity Knocks. He was best known for presenting TV quiz shows in the 70s and 80s, including Name That Tune. His daughter-in-law, athlete Denise Lewis, led the tributes. I was really struck by his generosity. Um, his personality and his humour is totally infectious. He just wants to make you laugh. He just wants to make you have a good time. So he was probably one of the first people to welcome me and make me feel like part of the family. So it's a really sad day. Here he is singing When I Were a Lad. Rest in peace, Tom. Rows of back-to-back houses covered in dirt and grime. Children playing in the street and washing on the line. Scarf tucked down inside your jersey to keep you from the cold 
I used to wear a woolly balaclava when I was nine years old. When I was a lad, neighbours were neighbours. This has been the Smart 7. Wherever you're listening, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We'll be back tomorrow at 7am. Have a great day. Written, produced and published by Daft Doris.